0: Hey, housewives, come on in. You know the dirty dishes are still in the sink from yesterday and the laundry is still in the basket. Pop your AirPods in and make yourself at home here. I'm Tracy. I'm Tori. And we We are your Unlikely Housewives.
1: Stepping out in faith and believing that God calls the unlikely, we are here to show you the appreciation and validation you deserve, lead you to authentic relationships, and release you of believing the cultural lies to restore your faith and
0: wellness. Pull up those high-waisted yoga pants, tighten your top knot, and reheat your coffee for the third time, turn up the volume, and let's go.
1: Hey, hey, housewives, welcome back. Hey, housewives. We are here for our final episode already of our summer series.
0: You say final, and I automatically want to do it's the final, final countdown. countdown. Jinx. Thanks. We did this before. Uh huh. It's I, like a uh, go back to episode 25, <laughs> and if you'd like to hear our voices, it's so crazy. Like, we
1: started talking about this back in March. And then we've changed everything in May. And then we're like, this is going to last three months. And then we're like, nope, seven episodes done.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're going to June, July, and then... We're going to take a little bit of a break in August, but we will be back here with you after Labor Day, September 6th. So yeah. enjoy your first day of school with yeah. your kiddos. And enjoy the last
1: few days of summer. Yeah. Embrace it. Remember, if you listen to episode one, she's
0: getting excited and I'm <laughs> no, getting I'm sad. Totally <laughs> <thrilled>. <laughs> it's not that I have a countdown on my phone of how many <laughs> days left my children had. It's just, you know, 25. It's fine. I just It's and, so funny, and, though. How... And eight hours and 37 <laughs> <laughs> <minutes>.
1: <laughs> it's so funny how the first episode we were like, this is the way we're going to view our summer. And then everything changed. I had a kid break an arm, then I had another kid break an arm, and all kinds of things. Summer did not go as planned. Of course not. It does never it ever? does. Awesome. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. We plan, God laughs. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so we are here today to talk to you about our words that we've done in our summer series. We've had a lot. And this one, we're ending on human and humble.
0: You almost wanted to say that the other way, didn't you? I did. I don't know why. (laughs) And she's, she's reading it. Y'all too. (laughs) I tell my secrets. (laughs) These are our people. These 47 listeners are our people. Yes. Well,
1: I think we want to talk about how we live in the middle of that. And I think that's the whole series is We've talked about two topics per episode and how you can be both and especially this one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This is a line that you have to be very aware of. Like there's a lot of self-awareness in this and there's always going to be a gap between true humility and being human. I mean, that's just going to be what it is. Yeah. And I think we are talking
1: more specifically about our culture and how it is really,
0: really hard to be humble <laughs> yes. in our world today. Okay, there's a country song that Andrew sings. It's Lord, it's hard to be humble. I don't I, know this song. Old country. I'm going to have to find it. Oh, Lord, it's hard
1: to be humble when you're perfect in every way. We feel like, I'm sure people, other people feel this way too, that we are living in the me world, right? The be you be successful, be confident. Like you hear it in music today, you hear it.
0: If you don't feel that way, then you have a self-confidence issue. Yeah. Like everything is personal development. There is literally a self-help section in every library, and every bookstore. And if you are a believer, that is the complete opposite. <laughs> we cannot change within ourselves. We have to change when we come to Christ. And it's through him that transformation and change is complete. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I really
1: struggled with this. I mean, I have and still continue to do. Hence, human. (laughs) We're going to get to that. We are going to tell you all of our weaknesses. No, I'm kidding. But (laughs) we are human.
0: So this is going to be a four-part episode because (laughs) it's going to range for like four hours of just us telling you all the things that are wrong with us. No. No. And I'm sure you would love that. But
1: when I go back to, say... Probably four or five years ago, I'd been in my business for about two years and I kind of got into that. Okay, well, I just want to be better so that I can be better. I can do more. I can make more money. I can be, you know, that better mom, better this, better that. And I mean, that was kind of, I mean, I love Rachel Hollis in some ways, but let's be honest, there are some things that like really steered us the wrong direction, more mm-hmm. self than pointing to God. And there are a lot of other speakers, authors that have had incredible material that have helped in some way, but I was very much living in a season of seeking all this other stuff that would tell me I'm doing a good job. I'm okay. I am where I am like versus seeking more of Christ and growing in my weakness and knowing that I needed more of him and less of me. And that is what came out of like really the pandemic when I was like, okay, I can't do anything like I'm rock bottom. And then that was kind of the whole like, okay, let's get over this phase of self-help personal growth And let's turn in and focus more on my faith.
0: And one of the books... Now, I have not read it. I have heard snippets of it. But it's Allie Stuckey's You're Not Enough. I read it. It's so good. And that's okay. I mean, that's really what it's supposed to be. In the Bible, it never tells you that you are enough. You are enough only with the help of Christ. It's because of Him that we are enough to God to be allowed to have eternity with Him. But when we go through... I'm a big fan of C.S. Lewis Mm -hmm. and Mere Christianity. He talks about, if we look at it, to break down the opposite of being humble, it's being prideful. Mm -hmm. This is a quote from him. And it says, unchastity, anger, greed, drunkenness, and all that are mere flea bites in comparison It was through pride that the devil became the devil. Pride leads to every other vice. It is the complete anti-God state of mind. And it's when we start to compare ourselves. Well, I, you know, like, I'm a good person. I haven't killed anybody. I don't do drugs. I... I I don't gone to jail. I haven't gone to jail. I don't beat my children. I'm, you know, like I'm okay when we start to think that that's unfortunately that's being prideful. And, and the society culture wants to tell us that like you're okay when you compare yourselves to others in that fashion Mm -hmm. versus it is only when we really get into the word and a close relationship with Jesus. And we realize how much of sinners we are and how much evil seems like such a heavy word, but it's not like inherently like we are born inherently bad. It's only, I mean, we're not born inherently good and that's why we can't get into heaven on our own works is that we have to accept Christ and accept our weaknesses and say, Lord, this is, you know, I'm a sinner. I'm going to sin. I'm going to sin every single day. I'm going to have an angry thought about the person that cuts me off in traffic. I'm going to be jealous and envious of the other mom that looks like she's got it all together. I'm probably behind closed doors. She doesn't. Right. Um, (laughs) Or I'm going to be envious of the mom that is sharing their vacation photos of their two-week trip across the world. But if you say, oh, well, it's not that bad. No, it's still equal to whatever. Sin- I mean, there's no one sin is heavier than the other. Right. But pride just kind of is a big umbrella over all of them.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's a lot of where our society has gone, where our culture has gone. I mean, affirmations and likes and loves and, you know, your videos. Cheers, viral. Yeah, go viral. Like all this kind of stuff. That is... Like, okay, I've made it or I'm successful if I've hit this or if I have this many likes and views and, you know, I'm on the right track. Like that's where your affirmations and your confirmation comes from instead of like not caring about that. And that's hard. We talk about it and we joked about this, you know, before we were planning, like Tori and I, we love affirmations, right? That's, that's a that's love, our love language, language. jinx. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And that's okay. Because what that does is that builds your like self-love as well, as in, I'm doing okay. I'm
0: going to be okay. And God will use affirmations. He will use things to affirm and to cheer you on, essentially. You will have those moments of encouragement that... This is exactly where you need to be. This is yep. what you're doing. You're and doing And you what see go- that you see those, you know, signs that God gives you and puts in front of you. And,
1: you know, we felt it many times when we see someone like we started talking about the and series and someone posted that day totally in line what you and I were talking about. And I'm like, we are on the right track. And how many times have we messaged each other since May that <laughs> we have seen everybody talking about this and this both and like, it's okay. We have to be open and sharing all of this. And because that's how we're going to break down the pride ourselves and together because culture's just telling you to keep on going being you. Being yeah, prideful. You're,
0: you're amazing. Share what you got out of the Shawna West yeah. book.
1: I'm loving her book right now. I'm not even finished with it, but it's called, I guess I haven't learned that yet. Shout out to my bestie for sharing this with me. And if you're over 40, you better pick up this book, even if you're not. <laughs> but it is really awesome. And so I have a
0: couple more years to read that. <laughs>
1: Maybe you should, so you could understand me a lot better. <laughs> okay. She says, self-compassion is letting yourself off the hook, letting yourself be human and flawed and also amazing. It gives yourself credit for showing up instead of beating yourself up for taking so long to get there. And we don't give ourselves enough self-compassion. And that's something that you can learn by receiving grace from God. Like you cannot live with this I'm so like, you can have self-confidence. Yes, that's great. But what happens on the days that you fail or the days that you fall? Do you give yourself that? I'm going to be okay. Do you give yourself that grace that you deserve? Because mamas, women, wives, it's not
0: easy. No. And we want to think that either that's a self-confidence issue. Like, I'm so down on myself. And that's, it's a matter of just realizing where your help comes from and that it's not all up to you. I love that song. Um, go ahead and sing it. I can't. It's like on the tip (laughs) of my tongue. I would if I could. But I do want to take a a quick detour because if you are listening to us and Jesus is not your Lord and Savior, but you listen to us anyways, just thank you. We appreciate you Mm -hmm. because your perspective still means a whole lot to us. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we're glad you're here, but There is a stereotype that comes with Christians that unless you are good, good friends with a Christian and can have these like a deep relationship with a Christian and you being a non-believer, you may think that all Christians are judging you because you don't believe what they believe. Now, as a whole, Christians should not, are not called to judge others. That is not our job. The only thing that Christ asked of us was to love others, honestly, just as much as we love ourselves Mm -hmm. and that a healthy Christian, I'm going to say it that way. A healthy Christian has the ability to separate, to love you for who you are, but at the same time does not necessarily mean that we approve of choices, lifestyles, sins. And that's not for us to decide that's between you and God, that's your side But our job is just to love you and that should not change on your beliefs, on your actions or anything like that. We are still called to love and we do love you. It's like our children. I love my children with an unconditionally. I would die for them. I would do anything for them. Right. But because I love them and let's say they screw up or do something awful. I'm still going to love them, but that doesn't mean I automatically approve. Love does not equal approval. And I think that's something where people get really messed up on. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think that goes back to what you had read before. And if you can find it, we'll read it. But it's just about the opinions of others. If you put your opinions and your beliefs above someone else's, you're not loving them for who they are, what they think, what they believe. And that's all that we're called to do each other believers, non-believers. I mean, I really do believe that as a human nature, like you don't feel it in today's society. You know, it's more divided than ever before, but it is something that that's what we're supposed to do is to love each other. And I know that word love. There's so many definitions of love. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) We're talking about Christ love, agape love. That's what we're going to say.
1: Well, I also want to talk about how in our humanness, And I think that comes from when you are growing up, you're told from your parents, be a good person, just be kind, just be good, which that is enough as a child. I mean, it is as you're growing up. Those are some standards, right? Right. You should have moral standards.
0: Yeah. And I think most... If you don't, then you typically end up on a serial podcast. (laughs) 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 The ones you listen to? Yes. (laughs) They all have issues. If you you don't know right from wrong, or if you start killing animals, it's also a sign of a serial killer just... I'm going to just give you all the breakdown. I'm also going to give you all a breakdown at one point <laughs> just for safety reasons of ways that to protect yourself and things that you should be aware of. Like, There's so many things. So many things that can help you all with. these
1: podcasts uh, that oh are so disturbing,
0: y'all. If you guys only knew. Like, wow. And first responders, police officers, and the people that see it on their front lines that work every day, like God bless y'all. And there's so much that knowledge they all have that I wish was shared more of like how to be smarter and diligent and protect ourselves. But again, different podcast episode. I'm going to say different. A whole podcast. different category, <laughs> podcast category. That may be a one-off on our uh, our uh, Apple subscription series. Yes. <laughs> so Tori just goes off. Oh, boy. There's a level though, as a Christian, we are called to be humble, right? While accepting our flaws and our sins. And we are called to live Christ-like. I mean, Christ was perfect. He's the only perfect human. And so some get the mistake of thinking that we're called to perfection Mm
1: -hmm.
0: when indeed we're not. That is so far from the truth. We're not called to be perfect. It's so
1: unattainable. Do you know anyone that's perfect? No. Nobody does other than Jesus do, They're
0: dead. Yeah. <laughs> they're perfectly dead.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of truth to the fact that people choose perfection as their top goal, right? That's when they're going to be successful. That's when they're going to attain what they want to be. And perfection is still just a prideful statement of I'm the best.
0: Right. If you think that perfection, if you think that that is attainable, then that, that again is is prideful, right? It's the opposite of being humble and humility. But there's literally a gap between Christ's perfection and what we can as humans, what we can strive for. I mean, there's a, there's a cap. Let's not kid ourselves. Mother Teresa, Gandhi, all these wonderful, they all sinned. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could name any social icon, Martin Luther King Jr., he sinned. John F. Kennedy sinned. Like Anybody that we have put on a pedestal in our society has sinned and has fallen short of being perfect, no matter what story we tell ourselves about them. And so you have to have a self-awareness that there is that gap because it's in that gap that you learn that you need Christ. That's where the humility comes from. That's where the humbleness comes from. And it's accepting that in our weakness... God comes in and He is strong. Yeah, absolutely. We were talking about that before when we
1: really get into these, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, I'm tired. I can't go on. I can't handle all this. I'm angry. Like... We already talked in a previous episode, like I get angry, I get bitter. And there are so many feelings and emotions that we as humans have and we have to process them so that we can see our need for Jesus. Because if we don't, then again, we're relying on ourselves to overcome
0: and we can't do it. No. And that's where we fail miserably. I mean, even people... I showed Tracy a video from 2005 and it's always stuck with me and it's a 60 minutes video and i can link it in the show notes for you guys literally a minute long and it's from 60 minutes and it's tom brady discussing how he has three super bowl rings and he goes is this all there is he has reached perfection in his career and since 2005, has added, what, two more Super Bowl or three more know. Super Bowl rings? Okay. He's added at least two. I knew he is a handful. Pun intended. And... <laughs> but he asked, he goes, there's got to be something more. And is this it? Like, and he was 27 years old at the time. And he's like, he still has this empty feeling. Mm-hmm. Now, 2005 is over 15 years ago, 17 years ago. And so, things could have changed for him. He may have learned who God is, who Jesus is, and I don't know his relationship, clearly. You're not besties with Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I've been meaning to tell you. (laughs) Like, even these people who are at the top of their careers, who have achieved perfection, quote, unquote, Mm -hmm. and there's still that emptiness. There's still that gap because they don't know Christ and that humbleness of, like, I am. Because if you don't realize how bad you are, then you don't realize how much you need God. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think that's, I mean, it's hard to be humble, period. You want to be naturally. It's not a trait that just, oh, you show up with it. It's not a trait you can just teach your kids. It's humble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, could you stop acting like a jerk? <laughs> I'd like to <laughs> teach you how to be humble. Right. Uh, don't be so boastful and
0: prideful. And- yeah. Uh-huh. And they're like, I'm just learning from you, mom. That, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know that you just had that recital of yours, but let's talk about all the mistakes you had. Let's bring it down a <laughs> notch, girlfriend. Like, and that's it. That's it. Is that if you are not in the word and if you are not reading the scriptures, then you don't know how much of a sinner you are. And again, this is not beating us up by any means. Like, in all honesty, it makes me more joyful, thankful, grateful for Christ in my life. I don't feel like I'm a terrible human. Yeah. I know I'm a terrible human, but I don't feel down because of it. Right. I'm just so I have more joy and more compassion for others because I know how bad terrible I am and that God loves me even for all of the terrible things that I've done, mm-hmm. bodies I've buried. And <laughs> <laughs> I just I have to I have to keep going with it now. I know. I've got I know. All this. And so, that just makes me so much more thankful and happy and content. I was going to say
1: peace. Like, there's so much peace peace in my heart that comes from knowing that others' opinions of me don't matter to the extent of how God views me and sees me and knows my heart.
0: Well, okay. But let's clarify, too, for somebody who thinks God is an angry judge, right? Who's looking down on you. God looks at you, knows all... your sins, my sins, and says, I love you anyway. (laughs) I, I love you. You are chosen. You are beloved. You are mine. And because of this is out of a commentary, when we have a close personal relationship with God and fellowship with his people, our battles against sin become winnable. And even when we do sin, Christ steps in as our advocate with the father, making his victory our own. I love you anyway. It's not even, there's not even an anyway. There's so much of, like I was saying before, trying to teach your kids these traits. Like we
1: teach them about their humanness (laughs) (laughs) because they are acting up or they're being disrespectful or you want them to learn to be humble. And that is so hard to teach.
0: Yeah. Right. I love my parents and my parents obviously did a fabulous job (laughs) raising me.
1: You're not prideful, at all.
0: not prideful at all. <laughs> I also like to say when you have one perfect child, you don't have to have multiples. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anyways, I'm kidding. Obviously, humility is not I can honestly say I, I mean, did you learn humility from your parents? No, I don't I mean, know that. It's not that they weren't examples of it. It's just, again, not something that is. If
1: I, you, yeah, I think that I think it came from failure, like later in life as yeah. an adult and making mistakes in learning from having been prideful and being put in my place or put in my seat. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was more when you're older and you understand failure and, and, Rejection. Rejection, yeah.
0: And speaking out about something and being like, "Mm, yep, no, you shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Yeah. And whereas God's like, "Mm, you should have kept your mouth shut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would agree. I think it's it's something that I've learned as I've gotten older. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also something that I've learned more recently as God has called us to be more public. Yeah. And more... Using our voice more, and that that's been real fun. On like, okay, you think you're hot? Uh, I'm gonna just remind you. Mm-hmm. That oh, yeah, and I all think all this—that's
1: where why we're doing this
0: episode. <laughs> that's <laughs> why we are in between the
1: human and humbleness. You know, I love to be real. I love to share hardship. I—I I mean, if you're any friend of mine, you know that I'm a hot mess, and I am not afraid to show it. I do not want at all to ever come across as trying to be perfect yet.
0: You know, okay. can I share something with (laughs) you about being a hot mess (laughs) and you can't believe I did it. Okay. You guys, we're recording this in the middle of July last week. I kid you not. I sent out probably about 15 new year's cards. (laughs) <laughs> you should have seen the look on Tracy's face or not Just what? <laughs> I, Because they had been sitting on this table Yeah, I know they've been there I just, just thought they were
1: going to sit there and be thrown away You no, actually sent them?
0: I, I sent them, I sent them anyways And on the back of the envelope I said, yes I know it's July I'm a hot mess And I'm, Lord knows I hope you still love me <laughs> And I literally <laughs> Whenever we were at dinner with some friends And he's like, hey Got your New Year's card. Andrew looks at <laughs> me wide-eyed and he goes, you sent those? <laughs> I was like, Why? There. Good huh. job. It's July. I just, I'm just, i going to start working on next year's. But, yeah, no kidding. That's awesome. Uh, so, yes, I'm an absolute hot mess and don't send New Year's. Again, I sent some in January, just not all of them. Somehow there was a pile left still on my desk. That so. was seven months in between.
1: <laughs> we are human. Yes. We wanna just leave you with this. Like, we know how hard it is to be humble in today's society, clearly. You know, we're pretty open about how much we love ourselves and our (laughs) podcast and we love our affirmations. And but we need you to understand that this episode and anything that we've ever said has been to bring you encouragement that you're not alone where you are in your relationships, in your walk with Christ. Like we all fall short every single day. And we want to encourage you to just keep seeking the and between the human and the humble because we know how hard it is and to don't
0: fall into the culture. Absolutely. I can't add anything to it. You said it perfectly. Almost perfectly. I was keeping you humble. Yes. <laughs>
1: well played. And on that, Housewives, we'll see you in the fall. See ya. Bye. Whether we made you laugh or cry today, we pray you feel appreciated, bolder and braver than yesterday, stronger and more faithful for tomorrow and living in who you were made to be today.
0: Join our online community on Facebook, link in the show notes, and be sure to review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy listening. Until next time, housewives, we give you permission to walk confidently, free, and to be intentional in your slippers or stilettos.